How's it going, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. This is Hot Cake Sports, the show with football news and food reviews. Let's get at it. Wow, Ty, long time in the making. Um, it's been a few months since the idea of this came out, but uh, I'm Luke Andrews, my co-host here, Ty Ruddy. Ty, <clears throat> tell them all about yourself. So I'm a junior in high school. I play football. I've always been a lifelong fan of football. I just love talking football and I mean, I've always wanted to do something like this, so it's, it's just kind of like a, a literal dream come, come true, as Luke will explain Dream come second. true, yeah, hey, that's a good way to put it. Um, and I'm Luke Andrews, freshman, uh, U Toledo, the real UT. Um, played football my whole life, uh, finished high school last year, obviously. No longer playing, not that good. Um, but yeah, dream come true, as Ty said, that's a great way to put this show. Literally, this idea, I kid you not, came to me in a dream. Um... The in-depth version, we'll get at it. Uh, Hot Cake Sports, the show. Man, we, we just got done playing a, full, or a, a game of soccer, actually, which is funny because we're not going to talk about soccer ever in this show, um, at a, a park called Pace Setter Park, which is in Sylvania, Ohio. Um, and I thought, next time we do this, uh, I'm getting ready to go to bed. Next time we go play soccer with all the buds, let's play Indian Creek, okay? Indian Creek, literally 30 seconds from my house if you walk through the woods. Um, if you're driving, probably two minutes because our driveway is ridiculously long. Um, and I'm thinking that. So as I go to bed, obviously, uh, Indian Creek had just been on my mind. Um, and then another component of the dream, my good man, uh, ex Nays, um, as his, as his uh, gamer tag calls him, Matt Kohler, my dude, uh, one of the greatest basketball players I've ever met, to be honest. Um, great friend. I had just been talking to him about fishing, so he was also in the dream. Um, I guess that's how my mind works. But my subconscious pitched the sales idea. I'm talking to Matt Kohler at Indian Creek. In a Matt, dream. In a, in a dream. This is my subconscious talking. Matt, let's do this show. Well, I wasn't telling Matt he should be my partner. Hot cake sports, man. It's going to be uh, talking football. It's going to be making food, tasting food, whatever it is. Um, and it's going to be a podcast or a YouTube show. Right now, we're in the podcast form. Get big. Go YouTube. But um, as of now, podcast. So that's how it all came to be. And uh, that was July 17th, the night of my dream. I text Ty, that's how I know, the night of my dream, because I text Ty the next morning, dude, our lives are changed. And I told him, this is our chance. We can get our family out of poverty. Our family's not actually in poverty. We're not in poverty. We're not in poverty. Um, yeah, don't want to take, take for granted all the things we have. But, so that was, that was, that's how it all came to be. And here we are, uh, a slick three months later, three months of talking, and one, one day of meticulous planning. <laughs> one day of planning, baby. Yesterday we spent all day. What are we going to talk about? Um, and actually, we had to cut just about 90% of our episode because it turns out this podcast can't be that long. Um, and we don't want to get boring for you guys anyways. So We'll hop right in. We'll hop right in. NFL quarterbacks. Underperforming, overperforming, <laughs> surprises, whatever it may be. Josh Allen, number one. Overperforming, exceeding expectations. Is Josh Allen... And the Buffalo Bills, are they legit? What do you think, Ty? Um, I mean, I'll be honest. As we just discussed literally 10 minutes ago. It's funny, yeah, because we recorded the whole thing um, and then exceeded our limit. So this is our second recording. So it's kind of weird because we're re-talking about the same things. But Anyhow, I again, I do believe he is over... I, I never would have thought this as we... Overperforming. Over-performing. Not, not overrated. Yeah. Not overrated. Yeah. Overperforming. He's, he's exceeding expectations is a better way to put it. He's... Second in the league right now for passing yards, which, again, I'll, I'll tell you again. As 
when he was coming out of college, I saw him as a pretty cool recruit. Big Wyoming guy. Yeah. That brown and yellow, the jerseys, man. Catch your eye. Strong Never, arm. never would I have assumed that this would be, I mean, what is this, this third year? Third year? Second year? I don't second, even know. I can't remember, but I... Whatever it is. This, it, three and oh. Three and oh right three now. The Bills oh. are leading their division. Second for touchdown passes. He's only thrown one one pick through three games. He's second in passing yards. I... I mean, I gotta that, say this is this is pretty surprising to me. That tells you uh, he's making good decisions. Uh, Josh For, Allen second right now in yards as well, one thousand thirty-eight yards through three games. Uh, he's got he's got Stephon Diggs, uh, a receiver that used to be so near and dear to my heart. But hey, you said screw you, Minnesota. I'm saying screw you, Stephon Diggs. Um, <laughs> as as a known slinger, I, it's it's pretty surprising too that he's got two rushing touchdowns. I I do think the Bills are legit. I. I'm excited to see the Bills going forward. Uh, playing in a in a division now where the the Patriots might not be what they've been. Uh, this is their year to take over for sure. Excited to see Josh Allen. Um, I'm saying he's legit. Ty is saying he's legit. He's legit. Uh, so good work, Josh. Keep it up. Um, we're now gonna move on to Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott first in the league right now in in passing yards. Crazy. What do you think? That's. I mean. Again, never would have expected that, especially with Zeke in the backfield. That's that's something you got. I mean, you got to take that into account. That's something that that's something that I'll definitely give him credit for. However, five touchdowns, two picks, not not tremendous stats. Team record of one and two. I mean, not, not great. I not mean, great. you can't get excited about Dak Prescott. Based and I will, on yards. And I will never get excited about the Cowboys unless they get blown out because. You either hate them or you love them, and uh, I will say I hate them. So as do I. So there we go. We got our we got based our on possibly there. a little bit of bias. I would say he is underperforming. I I don't think he's I don't think he's exceeding expectations. Um, I don't. I would say I disagree. I don't know that he's underperforming. One th- I'm saying first in the league. Hey, you got some weapons That's, at wide receiver, but I will say overperforming in my view, not legit. Uh, Cowboys, no thanks. Not yeah, gonna make not- a run. It's not their year. It hasn't been your year, all you cowboy faithful. The one thing um, I, I think since the nineteen nineties. So. The one thing I think they have going for them is their their division. I mean, the, again, as Luke said, the unnamed Washington Redskins, Washington football team. Washington football team. You got to be careful. Are the unnamed Washington football team is leading the division? Yeah. So with the Cowboys and the previous Super Bowl contenders, the Eagles. Yeah. So don't get too excited. Uh, Carson Wentz not doing too hot. Dwayne Haskins is on the hot seat right now. Um, will we see Alex Smith, Case Keenum? I don't even know if Case Keenum's still on their team. Bring Case back to Minnesota if you got the chance. Um, so Dak Prescott. Impressive through three games. Uh, not legit. Not going to say he's legit. Um, maybe a legit playoff contender um, as a winner, but I would say not a legit Super Bowl contender, as the Cowboy fans say every single year. Uh, it gets tiring. Jerry Jones, you know how to handle your money, but not how to handle those Super Bowl rings. So <laughs> impressive, Dak Prescott. Keep throwing, uh, keep throwing big yardage games, but don't expect a Super Bowl out of the Cowboys. That might come back to bite me, but not really worried about it. <laughs> All right. Now, moving on to uh, these quarterbacks that are a little bit disappointing, possibly. Is it fair to say that some of these, these two quarterbacks, Drew Brees, Kirk Cousins, are these, are these guys, would you say, disappointing, underperforming? And do they have a chance to bounce back, do you think? Um, three games of the season have gone by. 760 yards for Drew Brees. Not something you expect. Uh, he has thrown multiple Four or five, I don't even know what it is. I can't remember. 5,000-yard seasons. 
Drew Brees is the king of throwing 5,000-yard seasons, and he will not be touched for a long time until, uh, you know, old Patty Mahomes comes by and starts throwing all those bombs because he's got some crazy talent. But Drew Brees, uh, 19th right now in yards. Not great. Don't expect that out of an elite quarterback. Six touchdowns, uh, which is tied for sixth. Only one pick, which good decision-making by a veteran quarterback. Um, so I would say underperforming through three weeks, but then you have to say Michael Thomas has not played a game. Hasn't played a game. Has not played a game. Michael nope. Thomas, not a huge fan, not going to lie. Maybe but, because I'm a Michigan guy and he's an Ohio State guy. Um, well, I think he's a little bit of a baby, but hey, he, he's catching passes, and without him, Drew Brees is, is uh, underperforming, I would say. He, I mean, Michael Thomas is regarded, regarded as one of the elite. Most people think, I mean... It's not unfair to say that a lot of people would consider him the number one receiver in the NFL. Uh, I disagree. I think it's Julio Jones in um, past years. I believe I believe that he was ranked as the highest receiver in uh, the NFL top one hundred. I'm I'm pretty sure. Um, not a not a big NFL top one hundred scout guy, but I think he was in the top ten, maybe top five. Um, so Michael Thomas highly regarded, missing out for the Saints right now. I think Drew that's Brees. one fact you have to take into account. But overall. I, one and two is disappointing for yeah, the Saints. I will say that. Um, every single year you say, hey, the Saints are hot this year. And when the Saints are hot, I would be scared. Not yeah. going to lie. Um, I mean, hey, we took over. Uh, the, the Minneapolis miracle, um, like we said, Stefan Diggs. Come back, please. Um, and then last year, again, the overtime win. I'm a Vikings fan if you haven't, if you haven't figured that out. Um, so the Saints are always regarded as hot. Somehow the Vikings get lucky, beat the Saints, then get absolutely murdered the next week. That's a good thing uh, that Minnesota has going for him. Not surprising. Um, but yeah, underperforming for who he is, but definitely don't count them out. I think he definitely has a chance to bounce back. Uh, sure. The Saints, in a, in a loaded division going into it, you thought. Um, you got Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Matt Ryan, uh, Todd Gurley, all on the Falcons. And, uh, However. <laughs> yeah, well. It's a big however. They're being the Falcons. Um, you got the Panthers, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, new quarterback coming in, some new receivers, and uh, the best running back in football, Christian McCaffrey. And what do you know? Week two, he goes out. So um, I think they definitely have a chance to win their division. Uh, the Buccaneers are their big rivals, of course. But thus far, I would say underperforming. Underperforming, but definitely a chance to bounce back. Definitely a contender for that bounce back and uh, an exciting time. Keep watching Drew Brees. Don't ever count him out. Um, he's not too old. My man is a bulldog. He will keep fighting. And sure. Kirk Cousins. This is one. It hurts. It pains me to say. Kirk Cousins is not surprisingly to anyone underperforming like crazy. Yeah. Kirk Cousins, you have thrown for 623 yards. No no offense to the man. I think Kirk Cousins is a great guy. Great guy. Great, great guy. guy. I mean, everything I've seen, great dude. Um, family guy. Uh, he really enjoys Minnesota. Loves being there. Born, he was, he's from Minnesota, isn't he? No, he's from Michigan. He's from Michigan. He's Never from mind. Michigan, so Ty, you know. Um, Kirk Cousins, he's loving it in Minnesota uh, more than he did in Washington. Got out of there. Got a big paycheck. That is why I will say he's underperforming. Kirk Cousins is by no means an elite quarterback. He is not on the level of Tom Brady and Drew Brees, would you say? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. He's one of those guys that is average, um, but right now below average. 600 yards oh, through three Lord. games. I mean, 27th in the league, that is... That's bad. And hey, if you can say 170 yards, 179 yards, might I add, uh, through one receiver in one game, your rookie, Justin Jefferson. So take away that one big game by your rookie, you're at 480 yards in three games. Um, 
The Vikings, I don't know. He's he's got five touchdowns this year, uh, tied for thirteenth, so not terrible. Um, six interceptions is that's disappointing. That is disappointing. That is two picks a game. Obviously, simple math tells us that. Yeah. That is thirty second in the league right now. That is, I mean, for someone who was once the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. For a span. A revolutionary whatever, contract. Whatever it was. Five three, years, eighty million. Three weeks he was, I think. But yeah, until Russ Wilson regardless, got his new deal. I would say. That six picks for someone of who is apparently worth that much to a franchise is just, I mean, I would say that's underperforming. Now, Kirk Cousins is also playing behind possibly the worst line in NFL football. Um, so hopefully bounce back. Am I, am I very confident in that as a Vikings fan? No, I am not. So we'll see. But now we're going to move on and get to what you've all been waiting for, the food review, okay? Today's matchup, because it's the title Hot Cake Sports, we're going to go McDonald's hotcakes versus Burger King pancakes. Who is the king of breakfast? Every episode in this show will not be breakfast or hotcakes. Or fast food. <laughs> or fast food. Um, but just, just as a celebration of the first episode. Here we go. First up, we're going to try these Burger King pancakes. Go ahead and grab one, Ty. Um, you can't see them. These are uh, significantly bit... smaller and lighter. And flatter, which is not very appetizing, I've got to say. Yep, um, and these are three pancakes for 89 cents, so let's see. Yeah, very chewy. I gotta say, I mean, based on the fact that they're fast food, they're not terrible. They taste a little starchy. Not, they do. A, not a huge fan. For sure. Um, let me move over to these McDonald's ones. Let's see what we got. The McDonald's hotcakes, I mean, they gotta be the reigning king. That's why we're trying them second. Um, yeah, here we go. Before I taste this, I gotta say, the the container that the syrup came out of, the fact that it's the same container that b barbecue McNuggets comes out of. A little weird. A little weird. Man. These McDonald's ones, also not that great. It's fast food. Can't expect much. Definitely, obviously, not as good as homemade. I like a fluffier pancake, and these are both flat. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know which one's better. It tasted almost the exact same. I gotta be honest. They do taste very <laughs> similar. Um, I mean, I guess you can't expect much more out of fast food. I'm gonna go strictly syrup here, so we can so we can crown a winner. I just can't get past the the barbecue syrup. Oh, the McDonald's syrup not great. Tastes uh, like straight corn syrup, with not much maple oh. flavoring. Based on that second taste, it's McDonald's. Really? I think the so. The syrup from Burger King has a buttery flavor. And I'm going to say that syrup is way better. Based but, on the second piece of pancake, pancake, it's it's McDonald's for sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. Burger King pancakes. Not good. Um. So, hey, our first winner of the food review contest here is the McDonald's hotcake. And shout out to McDonald's for uh, coming first place because that would have really messed up our whole name of the show. <laughs> hotcake sports and hotcakes are terrible. Um. But, yeah. A little more expensive for McDonald's. Uh, for just the pancakes, I think it was like two nineteen. So you, you pay a little extra. But if you want good pancakes, just make them at home. Um, <laughs> let's be honest, folks. But now, uh, we got rid of this food. I'm going to need a drink of water because I got, I got syrup stuck in my throat. I need a swig of yours. I drink all mine. Ty already drank all his water. He's hydrating like a fool. Our first ever, episode one, the first ever hot cake, hot take. This is an interesting one because I believe this is a hot take that you would not ever hear from a professional. The American Conference. We're now moving to college football. The American Conference. D 
deserves to compete for the last Power 5 spot, whether they're taking out the Pac-12, the Big 12, um, I mean, possibly the Big 10, but I'm assuming you're not going to beat Ohio State, ACC, SEC, whoever it is. I mean, maybe expand to the the Power 6, but we are saying the American Conference should be as highly regarded as some of the Power 5 conferences. What, do you, what, do you, what makes you think this, Ty? Um, well, first of all, I think we got to rule out AS, ACC, SEC, and Big Ten. I don't think there's any possible way. I don't think that, that Memphis is going to beat out Ohio yeah. State, uh, Alabama. I will say, however, the bottom of the ACC is, I, I never would expect, I've been a football fan my whole life, and I have, I know a lot of, I know a lot of teams and a lot of conferences. I was watching an ACC football game, and I was actually confused when I saw that Pitt was in the ACC. I the bottom half of the ACC, not good. Bottom half of the SEC, not good. But Big 12 and Pac-12, Big 12, might I add, is tearing themselves apart. Pac-12 hasn't even started playing. Um, just tearing themselves apart. Ty, quit eating the pancakes because we have to talk. Um, yeah, I mean, let's let's see. The American Conference leading right now, 3-0 Cincinnati. Um, no, no, no mistake, they were great last year. Um, we also have undefeated teams. SMU 4-0. and And SMU, to me, is a very interesting team. You have Shane Bouchelle, a former Texas quarterback, uh, spot taken by Sam Ellinger. Great guy. Sam Ellinger, you're a hound. Um, maybe underperforming this year, but we haven't talked about that yet. Um, Shane Bouchelle leading them right now to 4-0 start. Absolutely great. Um, might I also add Memphis, currently 1-1. Their only loss, though, to that undefeated uh, SMU team. So definitely some teams to look for. Uh, you got Tulane, UCF, both one-loss teams. Tulsa, one-loss team. Um, in a weird college football season where there hasn't been uh, games played by the Big Ten. Yeah, um, yeah Big Ten's not even... No Pac-12 games yet. I, I do not think that this is the year that you say, you know what, we're only going five. I don't think it's the year. I think this is the year that we make a change. Say, American Conference, any other conference, Mountain West, uh, whoever else wants to compete... Now is your time to compete. Um, For sure. We, we have seen some undefeated UCF teams. Mm-hmm. Two, three years straight. If, I don't know if this hot take is based strictly on this year or in the past, or based on the past. But For sure. I, I would say, I, I mean, I UCF was, they called themselves, what was the undisputed? Undisputed national champions. The they beat Auburn, which I thought was. Yep. Hey, through, through the ladder, they beat Auburn. Auburn beat Bama. And uh, I don't know, was Bama the champion that year? Bama was the champion. Bama was the champion. Uh, they were their under, their own self-proclaimed uh, national champions. I think the self-proclaimed champions um, of small small divisions they need a they need to have a chance to to actually prove themselves. Yeah, they need to have a chance to be the actual champions. And I think I, a start to that would be expanding the four game playoff. Yeah, I, I agree. Four with that. games? No, I mean, really, I think this would be a great year to do it. You have a messed up college football season. Expand it to eight games. Um, we're probably going to see a lot of bowl games start getting canceled. The Bahamas Bowl, uh, the Hawaii Bowl, both already canceled. So I think we're going to start seeing a lot of a lot of uh, games get canceled that aren't a part of the playoffs. This is the year. Expand to eight teams. Get some uh, undefeated small small conference schools, and that also opens the spot for maybe a uh, not second tier but a loser of the championship, um, maybe in the SEC. Whether that's Auburn, Georgia, um, Georgia we just saw last night beat Auburn, um, so Georgia behind their uh, their 
freshman quarterback. I don't even yeah. know his name. I don't know his name. Stenson or Stenton Bennett or Whatever something. Stenson is. Bennett, maybe. And before we run out of time, I got to add that for two, was it two years straight or a year and a half straight, UCF was undefeated. They didn't it, lose. It was, it was more than two they years. They beat a top, top 10 Auburn team. Yep. And I can't remember the last, I can't remember the last time. It was Oregon, the first ever college football playoff. That was the last time a Pac 12 team yeah. was in the championship. Obviously, and we've seen Utah. Washington made the playoffs for no reason for two years. Yep. But, I mean, other than that. We've seen some good, some okay Washington teams that were overhyped. Utah uh, was a fake did number nothing. five last year. Utah was a number five. Utah we've seen. Um, but, I mean, you put them in the conference game. They're just, the, the conference championship guys, they're losing. Um, the Pac-12. Pac-12, the, 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 champion, the championship is, I mean, nine out of ten times, Oregon's in nine out of ten times. Stanford's in it. Yeah, those are. That's just how it goes. Uh, and neither of those two teams are anywhere close to a Big Ten level. Um, and by Big Ten level, I I truly mean an Ohio State level. Um, Wisconsin, we're gonna see uh, probably a little bit of a down year. Michigan State. Michigan State <laughs> not gonna be up. Uh, Michigan, you can only you can only pray that they're good. But but uh, when is it when is it time to say goodbye to Harbaugh? I don't know. Um, possibly a future hot take. Who's a better coach, Jim Harbaugh or John Harbaugh? Um, but hey, that that might be a trailer for a, for a coming episode. But the hot cake hot take of episode one: the American Conference has the right. They deserve to be a big dog this year. At um, least make it the Power Six, I believe. Power Six. Um, or just say forget the Power Five. Let's look at strength of schedule because hey. No, no hate on Ohio State. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a salty Michigan fan. <laughs> Ohio State has the sixth easiest conference schedule, sixth easiest, easiest schedule, in college football this year. That is including every single Division One school. Sixth easiest. That's not yeah. Um, and that's not on Ohio State. Ohio State didn't make their schedule. Uh, the Big Ten obviously made that, and I don't think the Big Ten does it on purpose just to get a team in, um, because I think Ohio State is up there with the best right now. And I think that once, once the. Once the championship games come, once the conference championship games come in, and towards the end of the season, I think it's it's been proven that Ohio State does pretty well. So I don't. Yep. I don't think there. Can... There's no doubt that they're that they're oh they're just choking in the playoffs. Not how it goes. Um, the American Conference. I I'm I'm in, interested to see <laughs> Shane Bouchelle keep leading SMU. Um, we've seen great Memphis teams. We've uh, seen great UF, UCF. Teams. Great UCF teams. Can we see? A non-Power 5, Power 5 used loosely, can we see a non-Power 5 team become a big dog? And uh, I think I would like to see it. I would love to see it. Let's be honest. I'm tired of Nick Saban in Alabama. I'm getting tired of Clemson. I'm getting tired of Georgia. I'm <laughs> getting tired of Ohio State. Um, they're all great teams, and you can't say anything bad about them because they're getting there themselves. And quite frankly, I'm tired of people pretending like the Pac-12 is... Is good. Some, yeah, so let's great. see the American Conference uh, in a takeover, and let's see some new teams. Uh, that's our first episode of Hot Cake Sports. Thanks for tuning in. Yep, the show with football news and food reviews. See you next week. We're out of here. Mm-hmm.